we're gonna be your movie moguls. Nothing. But Alaska is special. And if we have listeners in Alaska, I want to say, take me there. Alaskans. Take you there, Alaskans. There's, look, I don't even like snow, but I'll say this. I just want to explore the world. I just oh, like I consistent darkness. Consistent darkness. <laughs> you sound like you're a vampire. I mean, when in the year I went away to school, my uh, roommate told my mo- told her mom I was a vampire. I just was pale and depressed. So, <laughs> still depressed. Still pale. Still think. <laughs> I mean, but there are actual like killers in the past of history that have been blood sucker people that have killed people for the blood. Um, I know of one, but he was insane. Well, they're all insane. We well, well yeah. I can't remember yeah. his name though. But he like killed people, and ripped their heart out. Yeah. It was insane. Yes, yes, it's the exact same person I'm thinking of. But then there are also even people farther back in history, like that lady, I think, well, I want to say it's Bathory, but I don't even think it's Bathory. It's right. She would bathe in young girls' blood in order to get rejuvenation. I mean, she did a lot more than that to them, but yeah, as part of it, yeah. I got obsessed with her after watching like a horror movie. And I found out she was real, and then I had nightmares thinking the ghost of Elizabeth Bathory was going to come for me, because, you know, like, that's a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Art. Imitating life. Imitating art. (laughs) I was like, there's no way this crazy lady's real. Oh, my God, she is. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my word. This is serious. Yeah, there have been a couple different cases where I'm like, surely this is some author's. Mm. figment of an imagination and then it's like oh holy moly like shut the door exist. these people exist pretty creepy pretty mm. creepy mm. well hi guys we're movie mobile gals and the girl <laughs> that you heard not talking right now is, is Cassie Lambert hi <laughs> are we doing an intro I guess I was trying to <laughs> So that's Cassie Lambert. Hi. <laughs> and and I am Allison Logan. Yay. Um, and so yeah, no, I, I just I would try for it. I, I don't know why, but I have like other um podcasts like in my head where they uh, go, I this person's that, and then the other person's like, This person's that. Right. And so <laughs> So I, I mean, like, I listen to a lot of wine and cream right now. So it's like, hi, welcome to whatever. And then I am so-and-so. And then they all do something stupidly annoying. Oh, 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 yeah. They do do it differently, don't they? Yeah. I don't know why, but I'm thinking about my favorite murder. And, they, and Karen always says, uh, that's Georgia Hartstark. And then Georgia says, that's Karen Kilgariff. And so, <laughs> and so in my head, I think that's what I was going for. It didn't work out. It did not work out. I'm keeping part of it in there. Uh, well, we can, we, we'll, we'll workshop it. We'll, we'll, we'll workshop, workshop one. It. We'll workshop one. We have a while. This will be my first time trying to edit anyway. So mm, that is good, sexy, and I love it. And when we, when I come down in April, or really when I come up in April, you will have to show me the ropes so then we can switch off or something. 
Well, we'll try. We will certainly try. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> how has your week been? Has it been okay? Mine has been brutal. Um, <laughs> sure, I guess. Um, we're yeah, we're fighting with the apartment people, so that's been fun. The usual, the usual. Yeah. This is another reason, internet lovelies, why we need to get famous soon. Because we can't have apartment people. We cannot have them. We need to have mansion people. I, I just tried to buy a normal house in the last few months. And guess what? They're all trash right now. The market is trash. Absolute disgusting trash. That's sad. I'm sorry to hear that. I would never want to be a homeowner. And I'm old enough to have two homes already. I mean... Technically, yeah. Technically, yeah. But I'm okay with not because I think I would rather have the up and atom quality of oh, I, I, I have to leave now. I will leave now. You know, yeah, I guess so. so you can go to the next place. And I just want to, you know, I, I just want to have somewhere nicer. That's all. I just want central air in my life right now. Yeah, people do love that central air. I, I would grow up with no central air, and I love being hot and stifled. You're in the right state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, in fact, like, I often get angry when we're about to go to bed because Michael always, like, jacks up the air conditioning to probably a normal degree. But for me, it feels like 40s. <laughs> but it's I know it's not, but I... I always have to like layer on so many different sweatshirts and then I have a heavy blanket. But I ironically in the middle of the night I always end up getting very, very hot. Mm-hmm. But but getting to bed, I'm always freezing. It's like that here too, but backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I freeze him out, so right yeah. now I have the air conditioning going in the living room hoping it comes into the bedroom. So we'll see. I don't know if um, this is that interesting to other people aside from you and me and like the listening audience, the internet lovelies, but um, this has been an exciting week or two for me and my house because I'm going back to a job that I quit a couple years back that I was there for four years. So like it's been a lot of like all the feels like little children that I saw as babies. They're now like grown up and they're like, Miss Allison, I remember you. <laughs> and I'm like, stop it. And There's no way. <laughs> but they do remember me. And then also this is just, um, I don't want to be tooting horns. And you know what? I shouldn't even toot this horn because he's not even listening and he's losing major boyfriend points. But my boyfriend, Michael, had his very big television premiere on the thing about Pam on NBC. <laughs> Did you watch it? No, I was going to watch it, but oh. Alex doesn't like that show. And I was like, but Mike's in but it. it just started. <laughs> I know. How I was going to. he know if he likes it or not? He doesn't like true crimey things. And I already know this podcast. <sighs> oh, so. Kills me. That kills I know. Me. I just well, finished Joe and Carol, so. Oh, the one with the one on Peacock as well. Yeah, so I thought I could watch it all at the same time, but no. Is it good? Oh, I I loved it, but 
I love Kate McKinnon. I love the guy, John Mitchell. I can't remember his full name, but he's Hedwig in the Angry Inch. Mm-hmm. He's great. And um, actually, when I saw the commercials, I was I was thinking, how the heck do I know that guy? Mm-hmm. And then I realized it's Hedwig. And, it's, and I was like, perfect, perfect. Oh, I he's cannot, great. I couldn't imagine it in my head. But then when I saw the transformation, it's pretty great. Oh, he's great. Well, I, you know, really, speaking of transformations, me and Michael just finished watching Pam and Tommy, which is kind of bizarre. But that girl in real life, if you wa- saw her in uh, the uh, Lily James, I think her name mm-hmm. is, if you saw her in any other movie, she looks nothing like Pamela Anderson. They did it. And for some shocking reason, There was one thing that took me out of it. I think that they gave her massive bangs that were like, um, what is this? Your hairline is different. Her hairline is different than actual Pamela Anderson's Mm -hmm. because you can kind of see where there was like possibly a weave because your skin's like a different (laughs) color there. But like otherwise, this is very minute. And now I'm really like picking at straws here, you know. But that girl doesn't look anything like Pamela Anderson. The movie magic. It's called movie magic. They perform <sighs> miracles. Oh, speaking of movie magic, I didn't know Mike was in Preacher. Oh, yeah. yeah he's a pretty good part in Preacher. I know. Because <laughs> I was looking, because I was nosy. I'm like, oh, I know his last name now. And I can see what he's been in. <laughs> Because I was on he, in the thing, and I was like, he's like, I've seen him before, Alex. Like, I've seen him in something. I'm like, Preacher? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that show's kind of, I'm not it's sure. So weird. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. He said I like it. I like weird TV. Oh, I like weird things, but this was a bit too much. It was off, too off the rails. I felt like you know, I was like going off a crazy train. Oh, well, he plays pedophile in it. Oh, God. I know. They I'm didn't do him. Pedophile. They didn't do him any justice. He's much better looking in person. He is. He is. He cleans up well. Internet lovelies. Yes, I, so I, I won't him. say his last name because it will kill his spirit. In fact, if he were to listen to this, he'd be really mad that I'm talking about this. But it's really cool because, like, That's me easy. and Cassie are actors. And guess what? The second Cassie or I get in something, we are going to <laughs> flip the fuck out <laughs> and we're gonna talk about it like non-stop so just get ready well, I this mean, is I've someone bragging. i'm banging <laughs> I I just wait like, till it's I know myself a guy that was on tv so just so you know <laughs> well when we stop recording i will tell you he's getting cooler but uh, yeah, you're gonna tell me after. yeah you're gonna have to tell me when we're not on it's really the, exciting but in case i forget to cut something stupid the, those alaskans they won't be able to handle it we'll be like oh my god i'm like you're right guess what alaska talk to us www dot what no no, no sorry no, we, we don't, don't have, have to that yet that. no no i what is it called? Movie at gmail.com. This is, is called our an email. email. <laughs> <laughs> to say, hi, I'm from Juno. Want to come? We can go on a tour. Then guess what? We will bring wine for you. Oh, and and what else could we bring? Chocolate? I don't know. 
What, what are you Chicago popcorn mix? Mm. Some hot dogs, of course, <laughs> without the ketchup. Of course, no ketchup. No ketchup. Like that. No ketchup. <laughs> I don't know really. I mean, I guess you can do all those things, and I can bring a bunch of crawfish. <laughs> let's see how well that lasts. Ooh, a little freak out. Ugh, yeah. Well, but you know, I have a feeling. I, I've, I think I've read a lot of Alaskan dietary stuff and cuisine. Has, it focuses on fish, mm-hmm. but shellfish is a different ball game, isn't it? Uh, crawfish are a different ball game. <laughs> I put them all in the same bag, it, but it's I guess. It, it's how you have to eat them. It freaks people out. I ate That's one. A, yeah, it's not a big thing. At, when Cassie came to New Orleans, like for one of the fancy dinners, I ordered like a two pounds or three pounds of crawfish, and everyone else got like normal meals. And I remember Auntie Barbara was just like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> their faces were like, mm, I don't, I no, thank you. You can eat it. You have a, fun with it. That was a good potato, though. I am still thinking about that potato. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You, you know, I never thought I would like spicy seasonings, but I think I'm becoming a little bit of a Cajun. <gasps> I'm a Cajun. 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 <laughs> um. Well, well, ladies and gentlemen, not to go into. Okay, here's what I want to say, Cassie. I will okay. love talking like this, but I have so many things to say about the movies that we talked that we watched that okay. it is nuts i mean i don't know which one you want to start with i can't remember um, how we started last week this is just like uh, we're just, turning into them too yeah we are too um, um how did we do my it? So, turn it's my yeah turn. it is your turn because yes i remember okay well so, do you want to give us a synopsis of sure, this sure. jewel of crap that you picked i like this movie oh my god look at my notes dude is there two pages it's actually four it's three because i I wrote on one side two sides i took mental notes i can't stop myself there's some that i'm gonna try to skim through but some are really funny okay (laughs) so i can't stop myself okay okay so this week's theme was you know, it is March, which is the month of the redhead. So <laughs> we decided to choose Bryce Dallas Howard, daughter of Ron Howard. And um, we chose two movies that she's in, which is Lady in the Water, of which her hair turns blonde magically at one point, And I was confused. Um, yeah. And The Village. And there's also another through line with M. Night Shyamalan. And I said it right. Yeah. I like saying Shamamalan. 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 Kind of cute. He's kind of cute. Um. Well. <laughs> um. In general, I do believe he is. But in this movie, he gave himself a main character I, heart. Okay, I had a problem. In which he had no business doing. <laughs> that's that's the only the tip of the iceberg. Is okay. Lambert. Continue. So the movie that she's reading about is uh, The Lady in the Water, which I think is just what I was told to watch it as through a lens for a bedtime story for a child. Because I guess it was a bedtime story written for his children or he used to tell his children. Yes. So it came out the same day as the film was released. 
he published oh. it the same day the film was released to theaters. Oh, did not know that. See, okay, so there's proof. So I just thought it was a weird Little Mermaid-esque weird situation. So I enjoyed that. But pretty much it has... Crap, what's his name? Ugh. Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti is this sad, schmucky, schluppy... Very nice, but just kind of meh. Superintendent of this really nice apartment complex. Do you see how nice their freaking pool is? Anyway. Well, you can't swim after seven. So that's normal. <laughs> because I mean, you can't swim I after five. I think nine here. is more normal. Yeah. Seven. Well, you can't swim Some after five here. Home. Brutal. Yeah, it's brutal. It's absolutely brutal. Um, so he's taking care of all these crazy characters in the apartment. You do what you wish. <laughs> Different people, different lives. It opens with him, like, literally killing a giant bug in a Hispanic family's kitchen, which they have a father. <gasps> so I don't understand why he didn't do it, but whatever. And there's something going on with the pool. There's this weird substance in the pool. There's hair being found in the pool. Turns out there's, like, a wannabe little mermaid in there, but she's not actually a mermaid. She's, like, a sea nymph, and she's got to find... Her, I guess the muse, she's supposed to be a muse for somebody. And when she finds the muse, then she's supposed to get together this group of people, which is like the guild, the guardian, the interpreter, and then her muse, the guy that she's supposed to be the muse for, which is freaking M. Night Shalomon for some reason. Um, and he's writing a cookbook? Okay, that part I have a problem with. We'll talk about that. Uh, <laughs> she's supposed to tell about him of change and give him this bi these big ideas because I guess there was people in the water back in the day that used to talk to the people on the land and they made them better but then us people on the land got dumb and stopped listening to the weird water people and they when she finds her people she has to get taken away by this giant eagle back to the blue land so it does sound like a child's story there's a lot mm -hmm. going on in this <laughs> I mean to say the least <laughs> Would you like to? Would you like to tell me your thoughts? <laughs> well, I, okay, oh, okay. Um, well, <laughs> there's so, there's so much. Okay, I think at the base of my hatred for the movie, a lot of it had to do with, okay, I love a good mystery, but I hate fantasy in general, and this is surely, uh. A, a normal day-to-day -day life but mixed with fantasy and I, I I like aspects of fantasy but I hate creatures here's my hierarchy of love I love killers then I love ghosts <laughs> then I love natural disasters then this is when it gets a little spotty I love then I love maybe vampires are next then like zombies aliens finally creatures and this movie is only about a creature that we cannot seem to kill we don't know how to get it we don't know how to get her away from it although they do say stay in the pool idiot i'm sorry she's like less exciting now at one point because you remember jodie foster and now she's like um at one point she's yeah and so she's like the less exciting now she says, I just need to stay in the pool. Well, why the hell did you get out of the pool? Are you afraid of getting pruny? Is that it? <laughs> is, is I mean, she has a grotto. She's living in there pretty fine. I'm just, 
she's got to find the guy that she's supposed to be the muse for so she can go home. That's why she can't go back in the pool. Apparently, the musy guy, which I thought was going to be Paul Giamatti, he turns out to be the healer. And I was like, no shit, he was the free- he's a doctor. I get it now. That was a dumb twist. That was a dumb twist. After I seen it, I was like, that makes sense. But anyway. Well, I, I don't I think she- Can oh, she not get back won. in the... Sorry. Wait, can she not get back in the pool because of the weird grass dog? That's the creature I hate so much. And that's the, grass the, dog. Whole, the whole point of the movie. And really, if I don't like the... If I can't get on board with what's creaking the havoc, then <laughs> I don't care about the havoc. There were there was some weak points. Like, I do like the weird little mermaid-esque touches this has. Like, she has a grotto. She's easily, like, amused. Like, she's literally collecting stuff off the side of the pool like Ariel does. Okay, embarrassing question. What's a grotto? You know the part where... I'm going to use The Little Mermaid, where she's got that room full of all the shit she stole from shipwrecks, and it's underwater, yeah, and yeah. It's like a cave, an underwater it's cave. cavern. Yeah, it's called the grotto. Oh, there's so many words for so- the same thing. You know, that's the English language. I was no, tripping I, you off. I, I only know it was called the grotto because of King, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. There's a part where you have to go to the grotto, and it just says it before you enter the cave. Oh, that's <laughs> so I just thought funny. it was a cave. That's the grotto. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I <laughs> I forgot to say that she's being kept from going back home, even after she somehow finds this muse, the guy she's supposed to be the muse for, because there's this weird grass dog, <laughs> and I'm not kidding. He looks like grass that's yes. supposed to poison her and kill her, but apparently that. That's the rules because the monkey weird people said so. There's a little weird like issue with that. There's a there's not <laughs> just a, a little issue. There's a lot of issues. But um, <laughs> I mean, I I I okay. So there's this part they they kind of foreshadow it at the very beginning. Um, Paul Giamatti's character Cleveland walks around the apartment building trying to figure out. Like the sitch for, I believe her name is Story, in parentheses, <laughs> I wrote, um, what are with these fucking names? Thank you. And he's like, I need to find someone who, uh, do you adore words? And then they, and like, he's like trying to find people in the apartment building who adore words to crack this mystery <laughs> open or whatever. And then... And then, of course, this is like right, like like maybe four or five scenes before she does become now, because suddenly she can't speak. And then they're playing friggin' uh, what is it, charades with her while she's in the bathroom. And I wanted to tear my hair out. I literally wanted to have my hair. She can speak. She's just not supposed to tell them anything, which is kind of stupid. I don't care. (laughs) I didn't. I didn't. It was brutal. What they should have done, though, is the interpreter should have been the the lady that's supposed to be um, M Knight's sister. She should have been the she should have been the interpreter, or whatever the heck they were called. Not the little boy with the weird cereal. That made more of a sense to me. I'm I, I'm just saying. Uh, there are so many 
silly things about this movie. Then I don't know why I wrote like this. And I think this is pretty funny. Um, okay, I wrote, what happens when a narf gets scratched? Poison. A fucking key. Where they live? A fucking eagle. I mean, this feels like a story I made up on the fly <laughs> for preschoolers. <laughs> That's what it is. On the fly, but, though. But, okay, so she gets scratched. The, she's the, Okay, she's a narf, which apparently is some kind of I, I, I don't know Asian care thing, but uh, and then there's also us, the it's a nymph. The scrump, I think, is the bad thing. Yeah, he's the grass. He's the grass guy. He's the grass dog, who just looks like a very angry hellhound that they stole from Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looks like. I never oh. watched that. People tell me I need to watch it. You would love it. You would love it. And then we could talk about it. I mean, it. there's like 90 seasons. There's I'll like never 17 or something. 15. <laughs> I got like the first five, four. I'm working on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think I, 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 I miswrote like different parts of my notes. But I wrote, this movie sucks. She can't fucking write. Because I guess I guess I started thinking if she can't speak, then why can't she write? She, well, uh, I mean, the character of story, which I also thought was a shitty name for a character, like huh, wow. it's a story for children. Your name's story, whatever. Yes. Okay, I get it. It's a, I I like the movie overall, but let's pick pick it apart, shall we? Because that's, yes. that's the whole point. <laughs> I'm going to rip apart this movie. So she's got the long, pretty red hair. Okay, Ariel, obviously. But how the hell is she living underwater? She ain't got no gills or anything like that. Also, she can speak English, but she, like you said, she can't write. Yes. And yes. text. And I, there is an issue with this because when she's supposed to find like the person she's supposed to inspire, she, you're supposed to feel something. I never got that when she was with. M. Knight's character. Well, it, that also could have been because M. Knight was royally miscast. Because I think he just got, I don't know. I, I see, I'm okay with directors. Okay, I have worked with directors in shows where they also cast themselves as the mm -hmm. leads. Mm -hmm. And this shouldn't be a surprise to anyone, but in case you don't know, when you wear too many hats, one of the things is going to falter and will be weak. And let me tell you, M. Night, stay behind the camera. Mm -hmm. Because he's not awful, but it's just unnecessary and kind of uninspired, and it just pissed me off. I don't care if you are the taxi driver in one scene right or you're a shopkeeper in another but you gave yourself a literal supporting character mm -hmm. no not many people can do that i can't i can only think of a handful off the top of my head and a lot of Plenty them are work. like silly they're like uh <laughs> i was thinking curb your enthusiasm larry david you yeah. know he, he writes Different. it, he can direct it, but he all, yeah, but it's also his own life. He's not going for like this drastic fantasy. So it's like, it's, it, it's more possible and understandable. Whereas this just stopped trying to do so much. <laughs> but you know? also, the character wasn't fleshed out very well. No, like, no, it was oh, not. All right. He's supposed to write some, something 
that's supposed to inspire some child in the near or distant future. He's writing a cookbook. It's a cookbook. Have you read a cookbook that's inspired you to like run for president? Well, I've I've read a cookbook that inspires me to be the next Martha Stewart. Oh well, yeah, obviously. But no, <laughs> I'm not trying. I'm yeah. not trying to become um. Yeah, well, I, well, I don't really read cookbooks. I think that's why I can't bake because I look at directions and then I, I kind of gloss over what doesn't happen and what doesn't get <laughs> to get done. And then, and then Michael goes, "Why didn't it rise?" And I say, "I don't know." He goes, "Well, did you follow directions?" And then I want to slap him in the face because no, I didn't. You know full well I did not. <laughs> I did the best to my ability until it became too much. And then I stopped. Yeah, but then there, he, he's like writing this, prof- you think he's writing this profound book. Yeah. And, it, and it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Which then was like a tease with the Paul Giamatti character. He stops stuttering when he's around her. So you think, like, oh, it's got to yeah, be like him because he's not stuttering anymore. They have more of a connection than anybody else. So how is he just the healer? That was like a, I think that was a drop of the of the ball completely, For or a last a, minute decision, 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 decision. It's a last minute decision. It's almost Irish that. There. Sorry, almost Irish. It's the well, Irish. I have no Irish in me. I wrote I wrote a lot of things like, um, she's flat but creepy. Mm-hmm. In this movie, I also wrote she's very good at the pretty cry, but then I wrote, Is it real? Because there's sometimes where it just seems to like just be coming out of her tear ducts as if a faucet, but there's no emotion behind it. It's almost like a creepy ghost of a person. Like, you know, she's like, there's a whole speech where she's on the floor in the, in the shirt and she's like, and there's a single teardrop slowly making its way down her very white cheek. And I'm like, okay. Well, she's not human. So, well, so what? That gives her a pass. On I emotion. mean, maybe she doesn't process emotions the same way we all do. Do you know a narf? I don't. Yes. Also, narf, like, is that even actually a term? I should probably look. Well, that I up. know nerf gone. Uh, well, I, 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 nerf gone. I did look both. The, I, I, that's how I know that this movie and the book came out on the same day because I looked up nerf and scrunt. And I don't, I'm not the best researcher, which is why we do this podcast the way we do. But I'll say, no, I don't think so. I think this is all stuff he made up. I don't think it's based on any kind of mythology or reality. I think M. Night just took, like, you know, I do, sometimes I do stuff like this. I'll be like, Princess Jennifer of the Cypress classroom went inside the forbidden planetary forest, which had a bubbly intergalactic realm. And like, I just use as many big words and crazy words as possible. And suddenly I'm, I'm Dr. Seuss. I'm not Dr. Seuss, but you know, <laughs> I'm rolled freaking doll. And they're like, wow, Miss Allison, where'd you come up with that? This is not really a school Allison. This is more like one-on-one nanny Allison 
or one-on-one babysitting Allison. Because right, if I had right. to make up a story about an entire class, I forget it. Forget <laughs> Maybe too it. many questions. So too many questions. Um, at one point, I wrote, "Maybe it's a chupacabra." <laughs> I just like saying chupacabra, though. <laughs> you talking about the green guy, the skirt, yes. or or skirt? Yes. Um, and then I wrote, "This is pretty good." Um, she's um, oh, she's not the less interesting now. She goes, "Thank you for letting me wear your beautiful shirt." <laughs> it's a white shirt. It's a white shirt, and also. Put some pants on. Put some pants on. Get that girl in some shorts, please. <laughs> no, she's then, literally walking around around braless and pantyless. She has no pants on. Yeah. I wrote, bitch, get back in the water. Oh, okay. Like, she can literally dip her foot back in the water at one point, but she can't get back in the pool. Because doesn't it say that it only can get her if she's outside of the water? Yeah. Yeah, I was, okay, I did write this, and this is kind of silly, and I think you might enjoy it, though, but, okay, I have auditioned for some film as well, I'm not totally a dork, I'm not getting anything yet, but I'm, I've auditioned for stuff where it's like, and, and Mike, too, we're, we're, we're like, what is this movie going to be about, like, what are these lines, right? Mm-hmm. And I wrote, if I was like auditioning for this, trying to memorize these lines, game over. There's near the end, there's a whole scene where she's like saying all this nonsense about the interpreter and this and this. And you just, <sighs> I shut it down. I shut it down. <laughs> I just thought, isn't too much my whimsy? My mom was, was always like, well, what's it about? And like, I always say things like, well, I'm a, I'm a mom, I'm a single mom, and I'm going through a divorce. Or, oh, i just been broken up with. Or, I'm just a secretary mom, don't get too excited. I ask him if he wants coffee black or with sugar. But like this, how would I even explain this audition? Well, I'm not sure what the audition is, mom. She's like a mythical creature, but she... <laughs> But I'm not really sure who's the enemy and who's not the enemy. And something about Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> like just and then Bob Balaban just gets eaten by the grass monster. Oh, yeah. that's mm. And that, that part, I actually, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you just said that. Because that's clearly creepy of you. Because I was just looking <laughs> down at one of my notes and I go... I hate the story within a story speak. You know, when they do mm-hmm. that in plays, the play within the play, and then mm-hmm. it's a story within a story. That's He's like, oh, this is the part when the protagonist cannot come in to help. And this is when the B character is in a sticky spot. And, like, you you just roll your eyes the entire time. I feel like you did this this whole movie. You just rolled your eyes the I actually time. made breakfast at one point. I <laughs> Michael's like are you supposed to be watching this I'm like Michael I can't even look at it I cannot even look at it (laughs) That's how I felt with last week's movie (laughs) When I turned it Like paused it Forgot it was paused for like 20 minutes Oh I wrote I'm 100% done with the kid Being the one to figure it all out Oh my god It could have literally been Balaban I thought it was going to be him And then I'm 100% done With the yes and yeah, okay, by the way, listeners, 
Yes, and is a improv comedy term. So like when you're uh, on stage and someone says, hey, can you pass me those pancakes over there? You're not supposed to say, no, there's no pancakes over there. <laughs> you're supposed to say, yes, and do you want syrup? You know, like you're supposed, yes, and. So you're supposed to say, believe it in a positive light and then add to it if you can. And But that was this movie. Somehow... This whole situation got an entire apartment building full of young guys who normally are smoking pot and playing video games. They got them all listening to an eight-year-old child <laughs> by a white erase board. And all I have to say is, those are the best yes Anders I've ever seen in my freaking life. Because yeah. no one was ever like, hey, this is getting a little boring. This is getting a little too much. Maybe we shouldn't be listening to the third grader. I know. I want to screw that hot chick from across the street. Does anyone want to get booze? None of that happened. Here's the thing. Everybody believes Paul Giamatti with almost like no question. There's like a little bit of questioning where she's like lying almost dead on the floor and the one guy's like, eh, I want to believe this is true. This seems a little screwy. Let's not do this anymore. But nobody like fights against him. They're like, yeah, so that lady you see me with, yeah, she's a narf. And they're like, cool. Like everybody knows <laughs> who freaking narf is. And so they also know about mental illness. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, uh, Soups, you okay or what? Because you seem a little out of it. Also, did you drug her? Because she has seemed out of it for days. Also, how did this cure work? It was a glowing rock covered in dirt. She didn't eat it. She didn't rub it on her leg. She just held it. I don't even remember that part. I hated it so much. <laughs> also, that girl was desperate for a mascara the entire time. I was like, I can't. I I can. <laughs> they wanted her to look like an alien. She's a ginger, and so she has no eyelashes. She's well, not for the character. whole movie, because blondes have more fun. <laughs> like, yeah, what that's... happened to her hair at the end? Mm. I wish I had wine. Oh, I, I had to. And plus, I wish you had wine, too. Oh, wine maybe we could get a narf to come over to your house and make it happen. Wine. <laughs> I, I, I like looked that. up after watching all of this. Oh, I wrote being saved equals getting blonde. <laughs> I've been blonde. I was born blonde. It was kind of boring. You've well, been blonde. I've, I've been most of my life. I was fake blonde and and like when I say fake blonde and real blonde, I mean like honey blonde and then platinum blonde. But I do miss it a lot. The only reason I'm not blonde right now is because my agent said that the red was better. Ugh. <sighs> But I do feel more, I hate to say this in front of you, my red-headed lover, but <laughs> um, I feel I, don't, I feel plain in, in a lot of light because in a lot of light, it looks like a vibrant, pretty red. But then in some lights, I look brunette mm. and nothing against you, flaxen-haired, flaxen? No, I was thinking raven-haired. Raven-haired ladies, nothing against you, but I don't want to be brunette, so I'm upset about it. Oh, uh, that's why I choose like the really crazy bright red. So when it fades, it goes orange. <laughs> I don't think I'm allowed to go crazy like cartoony, just because I always have to look realistic. I, I have like a ruby red, which is probably too much. 
I don't know. I don't know the rules, but that's one of the reasons why I don't have tattoos like visibly either. Because I never wanted a, a director to be like, it's between her or her. What's easier? Like literally everything is the same. The only thing stopping us is, well, this broad has a big butterfly on her tits. Oh, well. <laughs> this, oh, does the other one? Nope. Okay, caster. <laughs> you know, it's so silly. I know that's what everyone always says to me, but like, just depend. I mean, budget. Sometimes directors can't see past that stuff. Man. It's weird. I mean, I've literally in college, they were casting cabaret and it was between a blonde and a brunette. And both girls did like similarly amazing auditions. And the teacher was like, well, we went with the brunette because she was already brunette. And then we were like, well, don't you know about a thing called a wig? Mm -hmm. And also hair color. And they're like, it doesn't matter. Whatever is easiest at the moment you're doing it. That's what they're going to go with. That's bogus. Which is why I only have two tattoos on both my big toes. Smiley faces. <laughs> I forgot about those. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was able to get them without it ruining. Because I, I don't write that I have them. Because what's the point? They're on my big toes. Like, And like, oh, can't be a foot model. Damn. That's fine. If I'm a foot model, then I'm I'm borderline porn. So <laughs> you have the money. <coughs> oh, the money, the money, honey. Um, but I, uh, why why did your hair change? I am I'm truly unsure. It didn't make sense. It didn't. They didn't explain it. It didn't make any sense. Um. <laughs> um. Can I? You don't have to keep these in if they're bad, but can I tell mm -hmm. you two short stories? Because it has to do with this movie. Sure. Okay, one story. You know when Paul Giamatti jumps fully clothed into the pool to get story before he knows who story is? Mm-hmm. <coughs> when I was a wee lass, we were in Florida, and my brother Joshua was a toddler, and um, my mom and Jessica and Uncle Larry were there and Auntie Dottie. <laughs> and my brother just walked into the pool, just walked right into the pool. Like, I mean, from the deep end. So they're oh, like geez. not stairs. He basically, he, and so my mom was fully clothed <laughs> and she was like looking at my Uncle Larry who was in his trunks. And my Uncle Larry turned to her and goes, what? He's fine. He'll get over it. And my mom jumped in with all her clothes on and saved her son. Like he's a he's like a toddler. He was it was the funniest thing. My mom always tells that story to this day. She's like, remember when your uncle Larry wouldn't save you from the pool and I had to go in with my clothes on? <laughs> that and and then when Paul Giamatti did that, I'm like, okay, that that just reminded me of that. Wait, but this one. Okay, so if Alex does listen to these, he's going to be like, this has nothing to do with anything. But it <laughs> does. But it does. Okay. It does. You know how you said um, the part about the creature and the family at the very beginning? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Do I have a story? I think I may have already told you it. But once, um, me and Michael at the old house, we had a rat. And it was it was a rat the size of a cat. That's how I know it was a rat. He kept claiming it was a mouse like Mickey, but it was like Shredder. 
a rat. <laughs> and one day, in the middle of the day, while we were watching Big Kids Baking Championship, it was a Sunday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and we saw out of the corner of our eye this cat rat creature walking in our living room. And Michael <laughs> somehow, I don't know how he did it, he scooched him into the kitchen and we had like a swinging door and Michael with his trickery and bravery squooshed <laughs> the rat in between the door and the wall but then all we could hear was the biggest ruckus of this like the screeching and I flipped out and I was like I had my hands over my ears and I was jumping up and down and I was screaming because I couldn't hear this rat and guess what Michael did what? well first he's like stop it just stop it calm down hold the door hold the door I hold the door and I was still screaming because I couldn't want to listen to the rat screech like that and then Michael got a golf club why because it was a fucking rat Cassie he my god are you outside. no he had he, he the bubonic the bubonic plague the bubonic plague. He could have been a ratatouille. No, this was not. It was, it was the size of a Buick, and I was over it. And Michael went, like, in between the the door and went like this. And, and, then, and then I really screamed, and I was outside. And the part where Paul Giamatti does that to a creature. <laughs> that reminded me of that. <laughs> Good story. I'm outside, <laughs> and there's a mouse, and I'm trying to direct her out of the house with cheese. That's the kind look, of person it, I am. The, th the thing was never, look, he was walking away in broad daylight. He ate through an entire loaf of bread, and Michael, it was like a tunnel in the middle of our bread. Oh. He, uh, there was a the front entrance and an exit. He was part of the family for a minute. But then we took care of him. <laughs> so now I call Michael the murderer. He's a, He's murderer. a murderer. I mean, I I ran over a toad. Well, you might have to cut this. Michael might be too sensitive. I mean, that's fine. I feel like he's told me not to tell that story. But I think it's such a good page turner. This <laughs> rat cat creature. It's a better page turner than this movie, but I still liked the movie overall. Well, I give it two blazing thumbs down. I'm going to give it a thumbs up and then a thumb sideways. <laughs> Wait a second. Are you telling me that this is going to beat while you were sleeping? Yeah, because that movie almost put me to sleep. <sighs> but... This movie had no sense or logic. Neither did that one. <laughs> she got well, to marry some dude that she met like two days ago. Okay, maybe like a week and a half ago, but still. This didn't have any weird romance either. It was just a creature story. Also, one of the weird monkey creatures that supposedly like are supposed to keep the, um, oh shoot, like the law in order. One of them's Doug Jones. Who's Doug Jones? He's a big character actor. Um, he plays Abe Sapien in Hellboy. He's the big, scary, white creature, man with the eyes. He does a lot of Guillermo, uh, Guillermo del Toro's stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love... 
I love him. I love Guillermo del Toro. He's, oh, he's great. Billy in Hocus Pocus. Who is he in Hocus Pocus? Billy. 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 You know the 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 zombie that pops up out of the grave and tells Winifred to pretty much yeah, screw the one, off. The one that's her ex boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, because she sewed his mouth shut. <laughs> He's going to be the second one. He's coming back. Oh, right. I remember that. That's, uh, I don't know how I feel. I mean, I love it, but sometimes they shouldn't touch things. Yeah, I agree. But. Internet lovelies. We'll probably talk about that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Sooner or later. Sooner or later. Um, There's enough ladies in that movie. Yeah. So, do you want to head on to the village? We can. It was a better movie overall, story-wise. Oh, well, I give it two th- blazing sun- thumbs up. And suns up. Suns and <laughs> thumbs. I, I do, too. The character, I think, of <sighs> Howard is much better. But will you like to tell us the synopsis of, of the village? Well, okay. It's it, They're in this um, desolate town. And it seems like it's... It's probably like in the 1800s or something. And they live by very strict rules in the town because there are these, um, again, creatures. But we don't see mm-hmm. the creatures. Therefore, I don't hate the creatures as much. You see them a little bit? Yes. But it's more of a mystery. And it's less like in-your-face wannabe fantasy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is once you see them. But there's this whole like um, – there's this whole – like question mark what are they actually um because because you do see them sooner or later here and there but you never like fully see them until the certain point in the movie well anyway Mm -hmm. so um (laughs) the elders of the town are like hey guess what we have an agreement with the creatures we're not going to jack with them they're not going to jack with us so we need to not go past our point and respect their and their then that then in turn they will respect us and they won't come into our spot. Okay, so then uh, Ivy is played by Bryce Dallas Howard, mm-hmm. and she is okay. <laughs> not to sound dumb, but one of the reasons I'm very impressed with her acting in this movie particularly is because she plays a blind girl, mm-hmm. and I don't know much about playing it people with that big of a handicap of an affliction but I do know that holy cow it's very realistic and the things that this character does throughout the movie is downright shocking and Mm -hmm. almost impossible so it's like holy cow you are a heroine to the nth degree you know what I I mean I mean the fact that she's she's acting like she's blind so she can't actually look at anybody, which is an automatic response. And she's kind of has to always look either through somebody or just slightly past somebody. But you you would fully believe this actress is blind. Yes, absolutely. A hundred percent. And that's one of the reasons why I love her in this so much. She's I also just think that the story is pretty crazy. But anyway, so then she falls in <laughs> love with Lucius, who is played by Joaquin Phoenix before his big big 
hullabaloo breakdown. I don't know. I still love Joaquin Phoenix. I, I will watch anything with Joaquin Phoenix. Me too. I think he's. I, I, I stand. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, I, he had me a gladi- gladiator, really. <laughs> but so anyway, so um, the monsters seem to be like kind of prowling because they keep finding like animal carcasses and stuff and weird stuff. And then suddenly, um, uh, Joaquin Phoenix gets hurt from Adrian Brody. And Adrian is also playing a character who's challenged, but in like a mental capacity. And, and out of jealousy, Adrian Brody hurts Joaquin. So now suddenly, oh my gosh, Joaquin Phoenix is probably going to die. His name is Lucius, by the way, Lucius. And he's going to die because they don't have any medicines because, like, they are this, like, I don't know, it's like an Amish feel. Like, they have very limited resources. And so, and right before this, Lucius is like, I want to go into the towns and get medicines so we may help this person and help, and we could have helped this person. And then, of course, it just turns out that, like, he's the one who needs desperate, dire help. And so then she's like, we need medicines. Let me go to the towns. And then she makes this big journey and um, and a lot of and a lot of shit goes down. <laughs> I'm just impressed as a blind woman, not regarding all the stuff that she went through. She was able to make it through the woods in the rain and back. I'd have been lost being able to see five oh minutes into gosh. this track. No question. I wrote, how is she blind and running to the resting rock with no falling? That's what I wrote. Because, like, that's not even in the part of the movie that's super frightening. It's when it's joyous and she's hanging out with Joaquin Phoenix and Adrian Brody. And it's, like, sunny and beautiful and there's not a care in the world. And she still is. It's, like, I don't, I just, I guess you don't know about that kind of affliction until you have it. Because then you really do count, well, this is how far this it took from here to here. That kind of thing. But, like, she does so many smart things. And she survived. In my head, she's just a cool daredevil type that sees colors. Oh, well, she does see colors of people. I wrote something about that, Like I think it's, like, auras. Yes. Like, remember, whoa, amber is the color of your energy. (laughs) Do you remember that song? I don't. Oh, it's bad. No, I don't know. Maybe I want to say it's, I'm pretty sure it's not 311 because I think 311 was hardcore. But there was a song that was like in some Drew Barrymore movie and it's like very reggae sounding. But I remember the chorus is like, whoa, amber is the color of your energy. Whoa, it's something, something naturally. Anyway. I have to look it up. I think, you know what I think the color of your energy is? Mm. I think yours is like a nice, calm, beautiful, muted, turquoise like, bluish, pretty sky. I love blue. I'm going to take that. Yeah, i take it. <laughs> I must take it all away. Wait, what's my aura? I was just trying to think about that. <laughs> Can I be, can I be, um, like a checkerboard? 
I don't know. I was kind of getting like, uh, I don't know. I was like rainbows. I like that. Or like a pretty bright emerald green. Oh, I will take that too. I like green. Those are the color of my eyeballs. Yeah. Well, it's a nice color. The checkerboard would be fun. (laughs) I always like um, those kitchens from the 40s that look like uh, a dinosaur. Yeah, that's that's if I ever did own my own house, I'd want that in my kitchen and or bathroom. My grandparents have that in their bathroom. Oh, do you do you always feel like you're a flapper? I mean, I have the dress, so <laughs> you have a flapper dress? Yeah, I have a beaded flapper dress. I have a flapper dress. Is mine's not the fringed type type, but it's completely it's it's like a weird netting where you have to wear a slip under it and it's covered in beading and sequins. We should go to a flapper party one day and we and can wear down. them. I, I, I mean, I'll just also wear it on the strip. I really don't care. <laughs> on the strip, <laughs> nobody the will strip or like the the Bolingbroke strip. Oh <laughs> no, I'm joking. Not the, not the Bolingbroke strip. <laughs> I would rather wear it down Bourbon Street. <laughs> that makes no, more sense. Nobody will question me. <laughs> not, not I wrote uh, in this movie. There's world class females like Sigourney Weaver, Cherry Ugh. Jones, Jean Atkinson. Which, which kind of does like lend itself to the realist, not the realisticness, but like the what am I trying to say? You you got the sense that the elders are so smart and they're so wise. So then those women definitely, especially I don't know Jane Atkinson, Cherry Jones, they're so serious. I don't think I've ever seen either of them in like a <laughs> like holiday romp. Mm-hmm. Or you know, comedic farce. They're they're always like really good, strong, dr- dramatic actresses. I think so. That, I think that was excuse me. That was a choice on casting anyway, because they they even got was they have Brendan Gleeson in it, and he tends to be more of a serious guy. He's in some kind of comedies, but he's never the com- comedic part really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking they were trying to say like, oh no, these guys are actually. In the 1800s, like that that twist was really not seen. I knew the twist when I watched it because I've watched this movie apparently like four times. (laughs) But um, if you haven't seen the movie, you didn't do your homework. The twist is that they're living in present day and they're just weird and they decided to sequester themselves off somewhere in a well. They are weird, but they are. But they have people, a reason. Yes, so it's like a bunch of um, elderly—not elderly people, but people who had like a plan. Because basically, um, one brother got murdered, and then one person's wife got kidnapped and raped and murdered. You know, it's a bunch of people who are victims, families of victims, and and so they decide that in the simpler times of the olden eras. That shit didn't happen because people didn't have greed and lust and like, the, and like, you know, there was things like that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And so, and so that's why they kind of shelter this entire group of people and family from the outside world, keeping them from believing that there's technology and stuff. Yeah. 
the weird part was the main guy, the guy who plays, I can't remember his name right now, that plays Bryce, Hells, Bryce Howard's dad. Uh-huh. Um, we were just talking about him, you know, cause the day before, and we found out he died. And yes. I put the movie on. And I was like, he's on TV. Yes. I was freaking William weird. Hurt. Yes. William Hurt. He's so good in this. And I realized, mm-hmm. William Hurt, I have seen you in a lot of movies, I and Rip, because he wasn't, as far as I'm concerned, that old. He was Rip. only in his... Rip. <laughs> but He's really good in it. Though, actually, I will say, there's not a bad performance in this movie at all. No, I agree. You, even though Jesse Eisenberg's in it for, like, three seconds. I, it had some, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen Midsommar, but I, it, you can... Oh, if, oh, I absolutely have. I'm I feel like oh, I love that movie so much. Me too. Maybe for a different episode, but um, Midsummer it had Midsummer vibes, so I'm thinking it helped um, inspire some, you know, the whole like weird, but it's also like an Amish feel. So, right. I wrote there's so much whispering, <laughs> and uh, actually, Bryce Dallas Howard whispers a lot in this but she also whispers a lot in uh lady in the water there's always her doing this maybe she's like, just a whisper actress maybe i also she does she, whisper acting she goes she's so saucy whilst being genuinely demure like there's mm-hmm. this part where she goes on our wedding day i hope you do dance with me but will you not it's fine if you don't like she's like girl presumptuous mm. as I'll fuck but look at you just talking <laughs> Lucius like on our wedding day will you hold my hand at least on our wedding day he's like sitting there like whoa okay the biggest, come on ever but I here's the thing handle. though her older sister who's also I can't remember her name she always plays the best friend and like well, everything her name in real life is Judy Greer. Yes, Judy Greer is her sister in this, her older sister. And apparently there's this weird law where you can't get married before your older sister. So if your older sister wants to be a weird old maid, I guess you're just screwed. Which I think is bogus. But she's like madly in love with Lucius. And she comes on to him and says, we're going to get married and all that. And he, he turns her down like hard. But then she finds a new guy in like two days. You know, you gotta, you gotta pick yourself up. And also, who's to say she wasn't gonna reland Lucius? You know, men want what they can't have. Oh, look at me! I'm with uh, Jebediah over here. Remember how you could have had this luscious, Lucius piece of ass? Nope, nope, not anymore. It's been spouting foul. You know what? I would have chose. I would have chose Bryce any day, though. Um, well, yeah, her character is a lot more intriguing and a lot less, you know, I feel like her, Judy Greer's character is kind of like, I'm just boy crazy. And if I'm not boy crazy, I'm going to make myself get a husband at the very least like that. You know? Yeah. Uh, I wrote, you know, there's a scene where they're at Judy Greer's wedding mm. and they're doing like a very formal group line dance. Yeah. And I was writing how that those kind of dances can't be easy, but then add blind to it. <laughs> My thing is like, it's just like everybody knows the dance. Like nobody questions it. You just know the dance. I, I understand that's all you had to do, 
But at the same time, there is dances that people were supposed to know. Like the soldier boy or whatever. Don't judge me. I feel old. Or oh gosh. stuff like that. that. I, don't I don't even remember. know that. Hmm. Soldier boy? The soldier boy. <sighs> Am I too old for this? It was 2010. I was a senior in high school. <laughs> okay. Like oh, I the, the Cupid shuffle and all that stupid crap. Is that to the left, to the left. Take it back up now, y'all. What's the cha-cha we fly? Have... I got that. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. I can do the hustle. And you I know, let me tell you. I don't, like, I don't like dances that tell me steps. I do. You stop it. You don't you tell you do? me where to go. No. I want to be free. I want to be an amoeba in the breeze. Amoeba in the breeze. I don't want to be like it's uh what is that twister? You remember the game Twister? I can never right make... foot red. <laughs> as I panic and go which right foot? See, this is why I couldn't I couldn't survive. I wouldn't be as cool as Bryce cuz I'd be dead like immediately. I can I panic <laughs> trying to remember which hand is right and then I turn left <laughs> every time. <laughs> You know, it's too much. It's too much stimulus at the same time. That's how they get you, the twister. And then you have someone's tuchus in your face at the That's same true. time. And maybe, like, yeah. Maybe they should just play twister in this, and there'd have been a lot of less issues. <laughs> Amish blind twister. Here we go. I mean, Bryce is there, so it's fine. Yeah. You don't want Adrian Brody's character though, because he's got. He's just. I know he's supposed to have, like, he was kicked in the head by a horse or something. And he actually does a good job. Because he doesn't go, I really want to say the line. Well, okay, there's a line in Tropic Thunder where they talk about, what's the character's name? Simple Jack is the Simple character. Jack. He's Simple Jacked it up. Yeah, he didn't He didn't go full Simple Jack. He, because <laughs> I'm not going to use but the art word. I actually think he did go full. I think he, he did. He did, but it's not to a point where it's a caricature overdone. Oh, no. I think it's realistic. I love Adrian Brody. I think he's a great actor. I thought he, like, I've always had a weird crush on him, and I don't know why. I don't I think, understand it. I just, it's just there. Well, let me, let me just present this to you. Have you seen his eyebrows? He does have nice eyebrows. Have you seen him in like Predators though? I've never seen the movie, but I've seen like yes. Richard Logan loves it. And I watch <laughs> that movie all the time. And it's really it's, I would I wouldn't say it's one for me, but my dad loves it, so I sit and watch. But he also has a very like a very serious nose, and I love a man with a very pronounced Luscious, big schnoz. You know he what does. to say about a man with a big schnoz. Cock. They use a lot of tape. No, they use a lot of tissues. Oh. <laughs> Why did I go to cock? Cock. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or they get a lot of sinus infections. Oh, yeah. It's got to be terrible, that sinus infection. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I was Speaking hoping you'd do that. <laughs> oh my god! That part when he actually stabs Lucius is so scary. And then, and then also when he's in the rocking chair and he's like, 
bad color. He's looking at his hands, which is full of blood. And in this village, the red flowers, the red anything is a sign of the monsters from outside the walls. And so when he has the bad color all over his hands, it's probably like one of the first times he's seeing it on himself. Mm. And so he's like sobbing. Everyone in this movie can cry on command beautifully. In fact, there's that's another thing I wrote. Something about, where did I write that? I don't know. She, you know, in the other movie, I thought this crying, so pretty. Okay, you're such a pretty crier. But she is so still and afraid that you, that she does cry like she when she's um telling them about um she comes up with the letter and she's like i want to go to the towns and get the medicines that may save lucius's life and um she's trying so hard not to cry that it's even more poignant i guess you could say she's i think she's a very good actress i think she's also one of these that can cry pretty readily but in the other movie, it's just so, I guess, is it maybe because she's a fucking nymph? I don't know. <laughs> I think that one might just be bad writing. Nympho. It's not that we're ripping on M, M. Night. I like other M. Night movies. Unbreakable. Oh great movie. Great movie. I'm a huge fan. Like, I would say I only have a couple that I think are stinkers, but... I would say 80% are genius. I mean, that's a pretty good rate, though, because not everything that you churn out is going to be a hit for everybody. So, you know. No, no. And even the ones, like, the other one that I don't think is that good, It's I think it still has merit. I just don't think I would, like, run to watch it again. But um, and the one I'm talking about is old. I was going to ask, is it old? I didn't watch it. It just seemed like a lot. It, it <laughs> The premise is really interesting but then they go it's like they there's too many questions and he has a lot of like trouble answering them it's just kind of far-fetched mm. but i mean but it's so weird because like other you know this is kind of a far-fetched well that's not true even though in all it's far-fetched the 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 overall storyline is pretty simple there's this town they can't go to the other towns for fear of these things. And then shit gets real when the town needs help. That's really it, you know? And the big twist is that it's all a lie. Yes. And, that, and that's a big twist. Which and, is a uh, good twist. It's very, it's a subtle enough twist. You're just like, holy crap. Even like, you know, his, I think his most revered film is Sixth Sense. Because mm-hmm. clearly that like put him on the map. Plus, I think it was his first major motion picture that he... It's his first, like, M. Night movie where there was a big twist, and now we all expect that he's going to do a twist. I think he and made that, other stuff before that, but it just didn't take off as well. Oh. Well, that is even a simple movie. This man, he's helping this little boy. The little boy is strange. He can't figure out why. And, like, he's just got to, as a therapist, he has to figure out how to help this little boy. And then, you know, it all comes out. It all comes out. Um, fun, fun fact is, though, Adrian Brody's in a weird movie that he's a therapist. Oh, and I watched Same kind of twisty twist. Um, I don't know if... Like, you can't get over the fact that his daughter has passed away or she was killed yes. riding her bike. 
Yeah. There's a twist at the end of that. I don't think it's M. Night, but oh, same kind maybe of twist. I should try that again because I tried watching that with my parents and we were bored. It's very slow. Um, um, I gave up not, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's definitely not one for like parents because, and really old wasn't either. My mom hung a little bit longer. My dad's like, oh my gosh, what are you, is this still on? So what's happening? <laughs> That's never good. My parents are so funny that way. I wrote, um, Bryce Dallas Howard's breakdowns are pretty genuine. She's not worried about pretty crying. I guess I'm really, I'm really obsessed with with her her pretty crying. crying. Because even her like ugly cry is pretty. Right, but she doesn't care. She's ugly crying. I mean, she's just lucky that her ugly crying is pretty. It's just because she's pretty. But she has eyelashes in this one, so it's not as terrifying. <laughs> I think they bleached her eyelashes or something in the, in the other one. There has to be, or they have some kind of eye makeup on her in this one. Uh, I don't know. started watching a little bit of Lady in the Water, and he's like, she's like the female powder. Remember powder? Mm-mm. Oh my god, I'm so much older than you. Okay, let me Google. Disgusting. I think it might be. I don't know why I want to say his name is Sean Patrick Flannery, but he he's like a. a, I don't even know how old he's supposed to be in the movie. To be frank, I did not see this movie. This was just like a phenomenon of the '90s slash early 2000s. He's like Jeff Goldblum. You know. He, in my, as in my childhood, I thought I was going to marry him. He's hot back in the day. Oh, I would oh say my god! I, oh, my God. Is this real? Am I on the right thing? Oh, I hate Is this. He's like a very powder-looking person. I feel called out right now. Like, I am Why? also, I am also pale. <laughs> yeah, but you also have, like... Terrifying. Yes. Is it Sean Patrick <laughs> Flannery? Yeah. Holy smoke, how did I come up with that? I never oh, no. saw the movie. I've never heard of this, and it's terrifying, and I hate it so much. I think he has special powers. <gasps> not unlike our sea nymph story. Yeah, but at least he's not a narf. Cry, and then maybe he'll cry because you're upset that you can't cry on I command. feel like one time I was so frustrated from not understanding what he meant at an audition for an audition we filmed that I did finally get there just out of sheer I'm upset because I <laughs> don't understand you, which is helpful, but like that's not the right way to do it. Of course not. But getting there is better than not. Get to the land the part. That's what he <laughs> said. <laughs> I don't think guys actually care if you're getting there. Depends on, Depends on the guy. I guess. Sad revelations on the next Oprah. I bet Joaquin Phoenix character would care. He seems like he would care. Yeah, I mean, actually, he definitely probably would care because she's blind. She doesn't have a lot else to take from. I mean, I'm sure she's, you know, having a lovely time by herself. She does have that cane. So, (laughs) Betsy. Did you just say, I'm sorry, did you say she has that cane? (laughs) I thought that's what you said Wow (laughs) Mic drop of the century (laughs) 
It's made of bamboo, though. That's the part I don't understand. Like, how? Did, where did they get the bamboo for this game? It's I a bendy don't cake. Wow. Whip somebody no, with This was probably like I have like that's the only. I mean, it's not annoying. It actually makes it interesting that we don't know the actual time frame. But obviously, the, a bunch of them are like, oh, yeah, we are too. Oh, a bunch sorry. of them are like, they have like flannel and jeans, like packed away in a closet. Yeah. Like, there, there might be, even be a cell phone. Who knows? Oh, <laughs> so we were watching this. And actually, Michael decided to watch it too with me. And like um, at one point when she's out in the woods by herself, right before the Noah Percy sad incident where she like saves herself but accidentally kills him. Is, um, which is, oh, I have something to say about that too. But anyway, um, there. They, they show a box, like what is it? An electrical box high mm-hmm. up on like a pole. And um. I go, and Mike goes, do you see that? I know. He's like, yeah, there's like an electrical like box, like what people use for electricity, like up in that pole. And I was like, well, that's impossible. They live in not electricity times. He, and he's like, well, they must not have caught that in editing. <laughs> it's there on purpose. It's a Maybe, little like, oh I think my it's gosh. there. Maybe it is. And like, they just don't know what it is. I mean, you're probably not paying attention to it. We, I walk past Transformers every day at work, and I only pay attention oh, when I hear it. Transformers. Transformers. So, robots in disguise. Um, you like how I said electrical box? I knew you talked about. It was probably <laughs> on purpose, though, because we're we're thinking because there's a, uh, there's a funeral going on. So it says, like, uh, so-and-so, the new person being buried is, like, 1898 or something. I'm thinking this movie is in the 1990s, early 2000s. So Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, because... So, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, uh, my theory is, is that... I'm oh, sorry, I keep yawning. They, Girl, we've had uh, a rough week. A rough we've had a rough week. week. And it's only Wednesday. <laughs> that is tomorrow. There's only two more days. This is oh hump day. This is a fabulous oh. way to do the hump day. It um, is. It is. With Noah Percy. My one, this is like, okay, so there's a lot of things where you just suspend disbelief. You know, in Lady of the Water, that's all I did. So much so that <laughs> I made uh, an onion, egg, cheese, dish of extravaganza because I couldn't stand watching the movie. Well, anyway, I couldn't. I made sure I got in the room whenever she was on. I made sure of it. But otherwise, there's a lot, you know, you heard my notes. Bitch, get back in the water. Bitch, get some pants on. Bitch, can't you talk? (laughs) You think you suspended your disbelief enough to be your own lady in the water? I'm a lady in red and in the water. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> do you remember that song? Yeah, I do. That one I do. <laughs> I'm on Pat. I'm on the same point there. <laughs> well, okay. Cheek to cheek. Like you know, <clears throat> in the very scary scene where we finally see the creature. Oh, by the way, these creatures 
are a little bit more well for one this it looks like you're in the turn of the you know it's like 1800s yeah so automatically it's a little scarier because there's less you can't just shoot at this you know paul giamatti could have taken out a glock at any moment that character doesn't have a glock (laughs) well he could have if he wanted to these characters have nothing They, they have bow and arrows at best so anyway um yeah, they look like so, mean hedgehogs. <coughs> but they're also wearing like the red cloak with a pig like a face cape. and a pig with, face. Well, it's more like a boar, like with tusks. The and, fact like, you have to put—it's an actual pig. I'm assuming like they didn't get this from the costume store. I don't like, know. You're putting a rotted, rotting boar face on top of their face. It's just gross. It's called commitment. It's called not worth it. It's called committing to the character. It's not like you're making any kind of money off your grift here. <laughs> if, if you want to be Amish, just go be Amish. <laughs> no, they make the best fireplaces. And chairs. And also apple butter. A, a lot. A lot. A lot of good things. I'm I, not hating on the Amish. I'm hating no, on these people. we are not. We are not. But these people we're not a fan of. Well, anyway, so Noah goes to, like, follow her in the woods when she's by herself. Oh, by the way, she isn't by herself. There are these two guys who accompany her, and then they pussy out, basically. I was going to just say they puss out. They're like, <laughs> um, sorry, we get that you're blind, but we can't do it. Sorry. Like, because um, they're scared. And one's her brother-in-law. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I must not have caught that. <laughs> Yeah, he's the one that's like, I can't do it. It's uh, it's forbidden. And then it looks like he's going to cry, and then he leaves. He's the first one that leaves. Oh gosh, what a loser. Yeah. You're going to leave someone who is, it, it's a possibility that she will definitely get hurt. Because she's you blind. Leave her. Because oh she's God. blind. And she's I your sister in law. Yeah. So <laughs> see if she gives you any kind of help when you want a loan in 10 years. Fuck you, guy. Yeah. Oh, you want to put up another barn? Go bark up someone else's tree. Sorry, I'm blind. I remember? can't help you. Remember when you left me alone in the woods to die? Oh, I remember. <laughs> I don't forget. I, don't I might forget. be blind, but I don't forget. I knew you well, left. <laughs> I knew you. I know you weren't just standing there all quiet. <laughs> How focused would I be? <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Just pretending you're not there. Oh, quiet, like. <laughs> Pete, Pete, sneeze if you can hear me, Pete. <laughs> Pete. Oh, I guess Pete's Damn sleeping. Pete. Maybe he's taking a whiz. I don't know. But they have the magic rocks. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. They're magic rocks. <laughs> they're not even needed. She knows they're not real. I mean, they, uh, they must not be telling this village of children fairy tales because anyone who hears about magic rocks would probably be, like, um, deterred from them with magic beans, basically yeah. just to step up for magic rocks or step like down for magic rocks. like get a troll or something. My gosh. Well, Adrian Brody kind of scares Bryce Dallas Howard and she's like fighting for her life. She's already fallen in like a big like pit, and she climbs out of the pit. And then she she can just hear the presence of the creature. And then she's like running and running, and um, and, and no, the creature is running, running. And she does this whole thing where she kind of like chickens him out, 
and she steps aside. Okay, here's my problem with this scene. Um, their whole relationship at the very beginning is very fun-loving mm-hmm. and very sweet. And I'm not saying they wouldn't play like this. But are you telling me Noah Percy would have the wherewithal to not make a single solitary sound? Like, Ivy, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. He, I heard, used to, um, he would kind of giggle. Like, he giggled yeah, anyway. Like there's so many... She would, I think that she she couldn't not have known that. Was Percy. Which is why that was bad direction on their part. But at the same time, I get it because they had to kill him. But they had to, you know, well, I don't know if they had to kill him. They didn't have to. Also, like, with Noah, she knows his color. I don't care if he is wearing red. She's blind, so she senses a color. Everybody's wearing clothes, so it's not like clothes block your color. So wouldn't she have recognized that color to know who it is? What? Does she know everybody's color? She would definitely know Noah's color because she literally plays hide-and-seek with him. Every day. He's like her bestie. They're like brother and sister, well, you think, but apparently Noah's got some other feelings. But I, I, I didn't like that they killed him. You feel no, bad for him. I wasn't even mad he stabbed Joaquin Phoenix. Well, you know, it was not it was not an accident, but it certainly wasn't like actually intentional, like I'm an evil person. It was more like I have all these big emotions and I don't know what to do and I'm so overwrought right now that so my limited capacity is making me feel like I have to do this. Like, it, it, it's diminished capacity or whatever. He has it's brain just, damage, so. I mean, geez, like, I, not that that gives him a pass, but it's definitely, like, I don't know that he, I mean, certainly. Oh, yeah. he's never been violent in the first place, so this is out of character. Absolutely. And, yeah, and, you know, not to sound awful, but if someone is, like, and this might not be true, this this is definitely an assumption, but if it was, like, actually done with malice and the intent to, like, hurt and kill, he would have kept doing that. He only stopped it once. once. (laughs) He stopped it once and was, like, oh, shit, I did that. I did that. And by, I guess I'm, I'm, guess I'm going, you know. He knew it was wrong immediately afterwards because he was crying. Yeah, yes, exactly. And again, not that that, like, justifies people who do things like this. But it doesn't, but it just made me sad when he died. And I also just don't buy that she wouldn't know. I think that she would know. I think that she would have figured out this is not, well, I don't know. Maybe those stupid costumes are so big and thick that she can't see any colors. I don't think that, uh, well, I mean, I don't maybe, think that's how colors maybe all work. she can see red when that cloak is on. I I don't know. That's a plot hole or that's a little, not a hole. It's like a plot issue. Yeah. I don't know why. When Because I, I rewatched it for like the fourth or fifth time. And I was like, wait a second. So you mean to tell me that A, Noah's not like. Like, sooner, like, you know how hard, like, uh, I just learned this term, a long con, you know, have you ever heard of that? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, like, 
Yeah. Like a long con is already really, it, it's going to be time consuming and it requires a look. Talk about commitment. That's commitment. And what he's basically is like, he's doing a long con, but then like, I don't think that that's within his character's realm to fake being a creature for his best friend to frighten her for that long. Mm-mm. No. I think he thought they were playing. But, like, then he would have, like, yelled Ivy or been, like, boo or been, like, it's Noah, you know? Right. Well, because he could still kind of speak to her, like, limitedly. But there was no sounds, and that's why that shit was so scary. And then that's why that shit was so shocking when you look down at the bottom of the hole and you see his... <sighs> Sad, bloodied face. I was so sad. I was, like, ma- I was so sad. Ugh. I mean, I knew it was coming. Also, Adrian Brody, why'd you do that? But I, I just think that character was played with a kind of, kind of like a respectful grace. Yeah, I, I like all the performances in this movie. Honestly, I, this, I love this movie. I love Signs. I love Success. I love. There's, I love a lot of them, but um, so I give this one two blazing thumbs up. Two blazing thumbs and thumbs up. I think my favorite character is Adrian Brody. Um, I think my favorite character is Bryce Dallas Howard, which is why I picked. (laughs) She is a queen in this one, though. I will give her that because she kicks ass. Like then, I love when she. You know how I was saying how she's like. She's so saucy while it's being genuinely demure. I love how she says, it's the same scene where she goes, are you going to dance with me on our wedding night? And she goes, I'm not telling you your color. To <laughs> to, um, to uh, Lucius, um, yeah. you walking Phoenix. That's like hot. Um, of course, I wanna know my color. Tell me my color. No. Only I can know your color. She's like, like, oh, she's a little little diva. Let me tell you, she's playing the game, and she's playing the game for keeps, and I like it. Mm, I do too. I do too. And she's rocking Um, that weird powder blue dress. Yes, and she's even rocking curly hair with bangs and and a blunt cut. Ugh, so much going on with that hair. Yeah, and, and, and she's still making it work. Because she's, she's gorgeous. Because she's gorgeous. You know, you, I know that she is, but she is not my kind of gorgeous. Like, I know she is pretty. I'm not saying she's not pretty. But, like, she's not like a... I would... Okay, so last week we did Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. I would say San, Sandy beats her. Yeah, I would say she does beat her in classical beauty, I would think. I think Bryce Dallas Howard, like Anya Taylor-Joy, they both have a different kind of beauty. I think that they're more like, what I like about her, I, I don't, I know the girl you're talking about, Anya Taylor-Joy, she's really pretty, so I don't, I don't know if she falls into this category, but. Some people I, think she's weird looking. I think she's oh, pretty. I don't. I think she's insanely gorgeous. I think Bryce Dallas Howard is the kind of girl that we can know right now. Like we could be friends with her. Like oh, like she's an everyday good-looking yes. girl, but not like celebrity. 
Yes. Gotcha. Like, she's not Angelina. <laughs> I don't know one person who looks like Angelina Jolie. Not one real life person. No. Not someone who's like, oh, darn, you are just, you're an enigma, aren't you, ma'am? I fully believe her lips are real because she's had those lips for years. Oh, yeah. Those lips are real because have you, her dad's John Voight. They're like his him. lips. I mean, That's we don't his... like John Voight, but we'll take his lips. <laughs> we don't like John Voight. But He's a little crazy. Like, can say. Politically crazy. Awful. He's politically crazy. Um, um, most of those guys are. Yeah, They're well, he's crazy. what, like 85? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, well, that was fun. That was a good episode. Yeah, it was a good, very, I think it was better than last week's yeah. episode. We, very, we had some very intense emotions. Very we had intense. boredom. We had childlike wonder. We had fear and sadness. We had the fire of a thousand suns of hatred and of <laughs> a little bit of lustfulness for Adrian Brody. Yeah. Which is fine. <laughs> and I really love Joaquin, but I don't love him like I love Adrian. If I had to choose, I'm picking Adrian Brody. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm just saying. For next week, guys, now look, now look, internet lovelies, I am not trying to put you up into the interrogation room with the light on. But if you want to follow this podcast, you too have to do homework. Me and Cassie both have to do homework this week mm-hmm. because we have not watched either of these movies, but we want to learn and we want you to learn with us. We should learn. Do you want to learn? Well, of course we're going to learn. We're going we're to learn. learn. Next week's actress is Regina King. Yay. I started watching one of the movies already. Um, Cheater, you cheated. Well, I I didn't, I got like 10 minutes in. Don't get too excited. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It it was the day that I actually watched Lady in the Water. I was like, you have to have a palate cleanser. I was just going to say that. Oh my God. (laughs) And so, um, okay, so we're going to watch The the Harder They Fall. New which Netflix is on movie. Netflix. Brand new Netflix movie. She She's a cowboy queen. I, I don't know. She just looks cool. Yes. <laughs> and the other is If Beale Street Could Talk. Now, wait a second. One thing that I have to say, Cassie, is shoot. Mm. I meant to. Okay, so the first movie we can find on Netflix, correct? Correct. Oops. Okay. Well, I, I just realized that we should probably say where we can find these films. <laughs> so, probably. if you get Prime Video, if you get Prime, then you can watch Beale Street for free. It's also available on Hulu if you get the premium subscription. Um, and then there's other ways you can watch it, like YouTube and Vudu. But you had to pay $3.99. We have Amazon Prime, so I'm able to watch it. But I know a lot of people also have the Hulu Premium, so hopefully. Um, Dave Franco's in this movie? Who? Dave Franco and Finn Whitrock are in these movies. Oh, it's directed by Barry Jenkins. I'm not aware of that. I neither. I, was- I, I was on the internet movie database. Oh, okay. Well... 
So that's the homework. It's Regina King for The Harder They Fall and If Peel Street Could Talk. And I have not, I've only started the first 10 minutes of The Harder They Fall. And so far, I am, I'm loving it. So, I mean, that's, that's not saying a ton, though. It's only 10 minutes. Things could change very fast. I judge a movie in 10 minutes. It's I'm, true. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that it's going to continue down that path. But, so, yes, I cheated a little. So what? I got the first couple answers off the test. So, hey, teach. So, also, so if you want to watch an amazing Regina King thing, it's not a movie. But you should watch Watchmen. It's great. <laughs> oh, it's a TV. The TV show. It's a TV show, oh, so it doesn't okay. ca- it doesn't count. I'm just saying, if you want if you want to have a fun little ride, it's great. Just yeah, I saw the movie in the movie theater of the Watchmen. Oh, the movie was boring. <laughs> it's awful. The book the the book is the same thing, which is a graphic novel. I'm sorry, but the TV show Watchmen is after Squidfall. For nerds, you know the part at the squid end of the movie where fall. where the squid Six. falls down. Yeah, they're trying to, you know, the squid part. Yeah, it's after what's called squid fall, and it's great. It's great. It approaches a lot of racist issues, so have fun with that. Are you talking about Squid Game? No. Oh. It's a name. It's the name of something that happens in Watchmen. It, it, there's a. It's called Squid Fall. Oh, I definitely don't know. Hello, nerdies will know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm nerdy in other fashions, but not, not in this in that fashion. Way. There's many different ways of being a nerd, and that's another of facet. Of course. That's a different And we will embrace them all. Yes. So, next week, Regina King, If Beale Street Could Talk, and The Harder They Fall, which I'm yes. really excited for that one. I've never heard yeah. of Beale Street, so. I just know that it was up for a lot of Academy Awards, and the very love... So I I love that because I need to watch more like that. That's really the whole point of this was to a hang out with my wonderful friend. That's you, Cassie. Oh my God, it's me. <laughs> but also, cause like if I'm an actress and I only watch the same five movies all the time, I mean, me how too. am I expanding my knowledge base? I'm not. So you know, now. I have I'm been watching school. YouTube yeah. clips of extreme couponers. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my that's my uh, level of couthiness. And, and um, sure. so does this mean you're getting better at couponing yourself? Oh, no, no. I just don't understand how any of this works with a Piggly Wiggly. It's always no. a Piggly Wiggly. It sounds like a lot of cutting and time, time no. consumption. No, I'd rather watch movies and discuss and rip apart movies, which I'm hoping we can just enjoy these two. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you know what? Super technically, we didn't really rip apart both. We, we just ripped apart one. I just couldn't help myself. I just couldn't follow <laughs> it. Maybe I need to watch it drunk or something. I'm not uh, sure. Because no. I did. I watched it on like a Saturday morning. And I was like, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to finally do my homework, my real homework. And then it just, I don't know. I was very surprised because I'm not like... I'm very much an M. Night person. I don't know what he could have done to make it better. Maybe maybe if it wasn't a creature movie, maybe it could have been her. For some reason, I think I was confusing this movie. When you said Lady in the Water, I think I, I pictured the one with Harry Potter. 
What's that? Uh, the Lady in Black or something? The Lady in Black? I mean, that movie sucked too, though. But. Oh, I don't know. But I, I definitely... I don't know that. But it seems like that might be more There's not enough women. Alley. There's not enough women in that one. Unless you want to oh. count uh, Daniel Radcliffe. But I'll come for <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. He was one of my first crushes. I still oh, love goodness. the little short man. Is he short? He's like five six or something. Let me let me look. I don't want to say he's the wrong height. I wasn't height. aware of that. In case Dan Radcliffe is listening, I don't want to upset him. Oh but please, Alaska people, let's get Daniel Radcliffe on this podcast. He's not like he's yeah. I think he's cool though. I don't think he'd be pissed, but I don't want to be like oh he's like five well, foot you never two. Know. You know, I bet people thought that of Tom Cruise, and then look what happened. Yeah, but I like Daniel Radcliffe better. I heard something recently in the past week that Tom Cruise is has like one of his front teeth is in the center. Oh, it is. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. It ruins. Well, I don't think I've ever noticed that, and I still haven't checked it out. Stare at his face when he's talking. Stare at his face. So where is the space? It's not a space. It's like right in the middle of his face. There's a tooth right in the middle. Excuse me. You know how we have two middle teeth? Yes, just one. Bless you. Oh, and Darren Radcliffe is 5'5", five, five, so I made him taller than what he was. You're welcome. Wow. I should date him for, for those internet lovelies at home. I'm 4'11 and a half. He'd be a cougar, though. He's 32. <laughs> He's 32. Okay. You know, it wouldn't be the first time. Probably won't be the last. I'm I mean, joking. if you want to, at least no. let me get a hug out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. Jesus. Well, no, I'm gonna look up. Jesus. So here we go. I'm looking up Tom Cruise and he is short. Now I kind of guess I see a slight where it's off to the side. I think oh well this picture is a little bit better about that. Yeah, it's pretty wow. bad. Really. So did you bring this up last time or did someone totally different from you bring this up and then now you're just um reiterating it um alex like, told me about it is it is it possible that in the course of a week two different people told me about his tooth i mean possibly i only knew about it because alex told me about it so then guess what i think that someone else totally different from you has also mentioned <laughs> this in the past week, which I think is, um, what is the likelihood of that? Slim. Also kind of creepy, right? Yeah. That's weird. Well, you know what? Bizarrely, he's still good looking. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how he's looking recently. Like, I'm seeing a lot of old pictures. And I don't know how, like... The current one I'm looking like the very first ones that are coming up. One is older, but one's younger. Actually, one looks like it's not even him. It's like not as big of a smile. It almost looks like someone who's a stand-in. Um, could be. Should, oh, should mm. we sign off? Oops. Oh, <laughs> 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 should we sign off? Um, yes. So yes, <laughs> we didn't sign off yet. So, Internet Lovelies, you should watch If Beale Street Could Talk and The Harder They Fall for Regina King. And 
catch us in two weeks from now. On Tuesdays. On Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Tipsy Turvy Taco Tuesdays. I love it. Tipsy Turvy Taco Tuesdays. Oh, well, I'm definitely tipsy-turvy. I don't know. Maybe we should start incorporating tacos. I don't know how we can. Uh, yeah. Someone brings a taco. Someone brings the wine and call it a day. Or tequila. Whatever. Ooh, Michael drinks tequila straight. I have a cup now. Ew. That's how happy he is in life. I'm joking. <laughs> We're going to cut that out. We're going to definitely cut yeah, that out. Yeah, I'll cut that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> okay. So we will see um, you today. We'll Do your homework. You- Yes, do your homework or else you'll get a detention. Exactly. Movie Bowl Gals, Movie Bowl Gals, Cassie and Al, we're going to be your Movie Bowl Gals.